AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right. Welcome to a very special edition of the podcast. This is a bonus spoiler-filled review of Spider-Man No Way Home. And I'm stressing that point a lot. There will be spoilers contained in this review. I've never really done this because I like to keep it to where everybody can listen to every single review whether you've seen the movie or not. But for this one, there were so many spoilers around Spider-Man No Way Home that I felt like it kind of influenced how I did that review. So this one, we're getting into every single plot line, every single moment in this movie that made it so special. And I feel like it can fully dive into everything knowing that you're either here because you've already watched the movie or maybe you're not going to watch the movie at all and you want it completely ruined. Or maybe you're somebody who likes their movie spoiled before going into it, which I'll get into all that stuff here. So this will be the most laid back review I've ever done for that very reason. It's a bonus episode here. So last warning, there will be spoilers after this moment. If you don't want to listen to them, click out of this podcast. I've given you the time. Here we go. Let's get into the spoiler filled version of No Way Home. Starting first at... The reason, let's just start at the main thing. The reason I couldn't really give this number one in the ranking and the reason I couldn't even allude to it is because the biggest moment that we all know now after seeing this movie is that Tobey Maguire (laughs) returned as Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield returned. One of the biggest secrets I've ever seen kept from a movie, whether you kind of knew about it or not, which I addressed it before, whether or not it would happen. So people were able to put it together. But outside of that, how Marvel was able to kind of keep that under wraps of like the majority of people who didn't really like me spend your time researching Spider-Man didn't really know and that they didn't keep 
or were able to keep Tobey Maguire from like being spotted or letting it slip. And then Andrew Garfield having to promote an entirely different movie and getting questioned about it time and time again, that for the most part, I felt like they did a really good job at keeping that under wraps and keeping that a secret. But that moment where that happened and where you see Ned open up the portal and you see Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, I think was one of the greatest moments. Like I knew at that point that it was coming but it doesn't take away from how amazing that moment felt. And then with the reveal of Tobey Maguire coming out, I felt like that was even more emotional because, I mean, that's the Spider-Man franchise that started it all. Tobey Maguire coming back into that role, I felt almost like I was dreaming. That's kind of the way I've been describing this is that that entire moment, that entire plot line to me was something that couldn't be achieved. It was something that I thought us as fans could only like, like, oh, we want all three Spider-Man in one movie. And I felt like it was such a high demand just to ask that, that being able to actually see that happen was incredible. And it's different than just cameos in a movie. Like I know, it, that's not an unheard thing of, of like, oh, bring somebody back from a previous franchise and to have a cameo. But this wasn't a cash grab cameo. The entire kind of movie plot line was based on them returning. And it also was essential to the story. And it didn't really feel tacked on to me. So I felt like that entire part of it really worked. And then having them all in there together was just the biggest moment that I've ever felt in a movie theater. I thought it was bigger than an end game when everybody assembles like this entire movie. I felt had more moments to me than end game. And when they're all back together, like it, it, it just kind of ignited you and made you want to yell and cheer, which everybody in my theater did. And I feel like that's what made the movie for me. Obviously the biggest part of them all returning them all hanging out, them all talking about Spider-Man things together, and then them leaping into battle together was the greatest sequence. So I thought that secret was very well kept, and then I wanted to have that feeling in theater. So I even started to convince myself that it wasn't happening. It wasn't going to happen. It was going to be something else. It was going to be Venom. And I was trying to kind of keep a secret for myself because I wanted to enjoy that and it'd be confirmed in the theater. I didn't really take pleasure or want to take pleasure in knowing beforehand that that was going to happen. So I thought that was perfect. And I think that's something in movies that's never really been done before on that high of a level, bringing back people have been in other franchises and I would really just like to figure out exactly how that came together I know it was tough but it was well worth it for all of us as fans and I I think that's what it comes down to is that moment alone was done for the Spider-Man fans like me like you if you're listening to this because you're probably a big Spider-Man fan as well like that was for us like to know the impact of that moment, you had to have watched every single Spider-Man movie from Tobey Maguire to Andrew Garfield, even into the Spider-Verse and all this. Like, you have to be so invested into that 
to truly enjoy that moment and to know what it means. And I think that's what Marvel has kind of done such a good job at is they really pay things off to their fans. Same thing with Endgame. Going into Endgame, it was such a big thing because we were so invested in that. We've seen every single Marvel movie leading up to that, and that's who that movie was for. Oftentimes when these big movies come out, the message I get a lot is like, oh, how many do I need to watch going into this? Which is fine. I get it. You don't have time to watch all these movies. You're not as big a nerd as me. Like, I get it. Like, you don't, there's a lot of movies. You have things to do. You don't have, you know, and you can't watch every, and I try to give, you know, the description of what to watch. Like, leading into this one, I think you could watch Homecoming and Far From Home and probably okay going into this. But you don't get that same feeling. So if you've only did like the cheat sheet version of what to watch going into this one, I don't think that moment would have that same impact for you. So I think that moment was for the fans. I think this entire movie was for the hardcore fans. So that was the biggest plot point for me and why I think that very other, aside from Spider-Man 2, even rivals that. But also now that I can say it, is this one would only exist with the other franchises. Like, you take that out, and... I mean, you could say, you take anything out of any other movie, but if you take that out, it would rank lower. It wouldn't be the same movie, and it requires all the other movies to be where I ranked it at number two. And that's why I ranked, in the last episode, Spider-Man 2, as the best Spider-Man movie, because it's standalone. But this one took all those things to make it there. But it, it happened. It's a real thing. So that's why I felt comfortable putting it there. So that's the biggest thing I wanted to talk about. I think everybody's been wanting to talk about. And it's been all over TikTok. It's been everywhere. So if you've been able to see it or were able to see it without the spoiler, I'm happy for you because I I was able to. The other major thing, and I'll get into all the moments where I cried, is Aunt May's death, which I, I talked about in the review of I felt like this was the first time Peter Parker, played by Tom Holland, has actually felt lost. And I wanted to get more into that, but like him losing Aunt May in this was really a turning point for him and what ended up being the reason that he got so kind of enraged again and wanted to kill the Green Goblin. And if you know Spider-Man, like, he doesn't kill. Like, he gets to the point where he defeats people, but his mission is never to kill, which I think that's any hero's mission. You don't really kill people because of the effect it'll have on you. And that moment where he loses her, I think I felt it so much because, one, I didn't think she was going to die. And then when he sees the blood on his hand, you're like, oh, crap, she's about to die. And that moment was pretty emotional. And you see that shift in him that click in him that he's now experienced lost he's at the lowest he can be green goblins really beating him down and he's had that moment now that all the other spider-man have had and it was the perfect introduction of toby mcguire and andrew garfield at that moment and the other kind of thing i'll go back to them incorporating Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire is I was thinking, you know, like how would they do that in a way to where Tom Holland was still a star of this movie and they did that. And I think it was through him losing Aunt May and being the real leader here 
is where Tom Holland really shined and was able to keep his performance at a level to where he was still a star of the movie and Toby and Andrew were equal parts to it and gave back to the plot, but it was still his movie. So that's the moment where I cried. The other one was probably where the scene took place at the fight scene, the final fight scene, and it's Andrew Garfield getting his redemption moment, which some other people were speculating online whenever they showed it in the trailer of MJ falling and somebody going to rescue him. They were like, oh, that's not Andrew Garfield's, or rather uh, Tom Holland's hand, that's Andrew Garfield's hand going to save her, which you saw in the movie that Tom Holland goes to save her. He gets taken out by the Green Goblin. Andrew Garfield goes in with the save. And why that's so emotional and so kind of gripping is that at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, he loses Gwen. And that same thing, like he tries to save, he has all these moments to where he's trying to do all these things at once with his Green Goblin, Clock Tower, and saving MJ, tries to save her with his web, and Emma Stone's head hits, and she dies. And that's what tears him, that's what basically wrecks him, his emotional moment in that movie. So here, him getting to save MJ in that same scenario, it hit. I really love the way they did that of like Toby being so overcome, excuse me, Andrew being so overcome by emotion as he saved her to the point where MJ has to ask, are you okay? And it was just something in me that realized like what that really meant. And again, back to what I was saying earlier, a moment for the fans. Like if you didn't see that movie or you didn't recall that moment, maybe that scene wasn't as emotional to you. And then the final thing that got me so emotional was the very end where he's saying bye to MJ, making the decision that everybody's going to forget who he is so he can save the world. She says, I love you, but tells him to wait until they meet again. And that kind of solidified their relationship and their love story, which hasn't been really the main focus of Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Like, there was such a focus in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, but theirs came more in Far From Home, and it kind of really came together here in this movie. And you see more of that relationship develop, where he's even questioning whether or not she loves him because of who he is, or she loves him because he is Spider-Man. And I love that they ended it there. It didn't end on a happy note. It ended on him with a harsh realization And having to live with his decisions now. So I love it when movies don't end with a happy ending. Everything tied up in a bow. Because that's real life. Like it feels more real to me. It feels more authentic that everything isn't summed up at the end of a movie. So those were all the big emotional plot points that solidify this to me as a perfect Spider-Man movie. Some of the other cool things in this movie that one I wasn't expecting I kind of was hinted off a little bit before going into it but the scene where his lawyer in the movie is Matthew Murdoch from Daredevil the one on Netflix like that was a big like thing to me and maybe not a whole lot of people in the theater kind of realize that because I think that is all of those Marvel Netflix shows were some of the greatest shows that didn't really get the attention they deserved or the extra amount of seasons they deserved. But Matthew Murdoch 
as Daredevil in the Netflix series is fantastic. Like that's one of my favorite Marvel TV shows. And now they're more focused on the Disney Plus stuff. So seeing him in that movie and hoping that it opens up to more cameos and other Spider-Man films or even just the Daredevil thing. Like, I'm excited about that. I found that all of these things surrounding the Spider-Man movie, all the emotional moments, that it was made so much for the fans and just to, like, really leave nothing on the table. They went all in on this movie and it felt perfect to me. So now we are looking ahead to the next installment. Where do they go from here? I am really curious, obviously, to see who all comes back in the next movie. I, I don't think it's Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield again. There's some speculation now that maybe Andrew Garfield will finally get his part three to The Amazing Spider-Man. I'd be down to see that. How these will maybe connect into Venom. I will also be excited to see that. But it is already in the works. I don't know how they top this one. I don't know that you need to top this one. I think just giving everybody this movie for what it is, like you don't have to achieve anything greater. I think what they have to focus on now is how do they wrap up this story? How do they end this chapter on still a high note and not take anything away from what they've created? Because I think with every Spider-Man before this, you know, with Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire, it left a little bit of like, eh, kind of went down on the weakest of it with Andrew Garfield not getting a third film. Now they have a chance to go beyond the trilogy and really sum it up here and figure out how to end this thing, which I feel they should end in the next one. Like, I don't think you keep going, which I get, you know, you still make a lot of money on these movies with it being I think, the third biggest with some of the numbers out there of all time on the opening release. There's a demand to make money there. Spider-Man just generates revenue. That's what the franchise does. But I think for us as fans, we want to see the story play out and end where it needs to. As much as I would love to keep watching Spider-Man movies like this in theaters and experiencing this, you know, every three or four years, I also just want to be able to look back on this and think like, man, like that is the perfect franchise so there we go that is my full spoiler filled review of spider-man no way home thanks for listening and i will talk to you later this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history ebay motors is here for the ride with some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own brake kits led headlights whatever you need eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. 
And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.